The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for saving. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz, hour number two. 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. Or you can uh, get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like, send a message. There's Twitter. At Fred Power, there you are. At AJ is the real. At Aaron is blitzed. At Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. And you can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. Or you can watch AJ and Aaron, which is obviously much better than having to watch me uh, as I basically sit in my underwear at home for another day. Uh, Are you doing your show in in your underwear? No, I'm not really. I'm doing it in shorts and a t shirt. It's made me really uncomfortable. (laughs) <laughs> it's okay. I was waiting for him to go. Yeah, I'm not really wearing much. I was gonna. That could be even worse. Well, it's a uh, what are the odds Wednesday? And we uh, talked a lot of football in the first hour, and we'll probably talk a little more. We're certainly going to talk a little more here because we're going to go over the NFL lines as uh, we head into the weekend. And I, uh, I I'm actually going to ask you for some advice, Hoffman, on a couple of things because I, I need to win the uh, the pool this week so that I can win the season long thing. Uh, I guess technically you could still win if, if all three of us suck. Yeah. Uh, but, I'm going to have uh, to play the meta game, as RJ would say, and go with some plays yeah. that nobody else is looking at. Yeah. Like anything Jets or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all, right, all right. Cowboys minus two and a half at the Giants. Honestly, I think there's an overreaction being made right now on the Cowboys. We saw them beat the hell out of the Eagles. We know the Eagles are no good, but yet somehow we're like, oh, they're going to do it to the Giants just because we've assumed all year long that the Cowboys were the team that was eventually going to get better, and they just haven't. So I, I, I think getting points, I, I probably like the Giants here. I said it early in the season, I said I, I think the Giants were the best team in the NFC East. Daniel Jones' injury may, may have knocked that off track, but I, I still think that they, they beat this Cowboys team. I, I'm with you on that. Uh, I like it inside a three. Even I, mean, I, I like the Giants a lot. I, I think uh, Moneyline plus 110 is going to be my play here. Steelers now plus 10 against the Browns. I know Roethlisberger makes a big difference, but the Browns have no receivers. They're having COVID testing all over the place. I, I this They're, they're going to be pretty shorthanded themselves. And 10 points is too much. Yeah, 10 points does seem like a lot to me. I, I'm probably out on that too. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, I, I know Mason Rudolph is awful. Yeah. But I also know that, boy, I don't, he didn't have anybody I don't trust last the Browns, week. yeah. Yeah, Baker wasn't very good either. Uh, Jets plus three at the Patriots. Uh, I might hold my nose and bet the Jets here. <sighs> I, I, I'll, I'll say this. I won't bet the Patriots. I don't want to bet the Jets either. It, I mean, it's probably an under game for me. It's probably it's what I would look for. But, yeah, I... I, I I think the Patriots have they've rolled up their uh, their blanket and they're they're hitting the road. Yeah, un- under thirty nine and a half is the total there. I think I'm, I'm with you on that. Uh, I might I might do one of those Hoffman uh, plays there where I uh, uh, Jets in the under. 
Well, yeah. especially if the Jets. I mean, if the Jets show a four, uh, now right. you're getting. Then now it's an advantage teaser. You're getting real value there. Uh, Vikings minus six and a half at the Lions. Not a play for me, but I'd lean Lions. I, I think both these teams have quit. Doesn't look like Dalvin Cook's going to play, um, and you know the Lions at least. At least Matt Stafford's out there battling. So yeah, the lion. Uh, I mean, the the Lions' performance last week, though, that kind of makes you give some pause because yeah. it looks like they've already they've already left the building. So it's yeah, I'm with you. It's a no play for me overall. Falcons plus six and a half at the Bucks. Bucks need this one, but the Buc- well, I, the only side I could be on be the Falcons, and I can't do it. I, I'm with you. It's been that way all year. With that them. might have to be one of the plays I make in the pool because it's a play I'm confident in that no one else will want. Right, right. <laughs> uh, Ravens minus 13 against the Bengals. I like the Ravens. I, I think this is a smash spot for them. Um, you know, the 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 Ravens, since, I mean, their midseason bump, a lot of it is COVID-related. Right, right. Their last five games are five and zero against the spread. They're covering by almost a touchdown per game. Covering by a touchdown per game. Uh, I, I think that the Ravens are, are they've gotten right. Uh, I think that the this, the and the and the Bengals are just dead. I mean, it, yeah. They, don't be fooled by what you saw last week. And don't be fooled by oh they beat the Steelers. Well, the Steelers had no offense, and they want to shoot out against the Texans who don't have a defense. Like. This Ravens team, they're going to get them. Yeah, the the Ravens kind of took a, a turn for the worse when they lost their tackle, but they've adjusted to that and getting Lamar Jackson back and going again. He's actually looked better since he came back. I, I like the Ravens to cover this, and I will be playing it. Jaguars plus 14 against the Colts. <laughs> Probably take the Jags. Uh, if, I had, if I had to take a side, it'd have to be the Jags, I think. Well, and, and now that... Now that the Jets have won two games, it's not going to kill Jacksonville to win. Nope, they're and good. They can win. They get. They can compete. They can win, and they still get the first pick. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I probably with you. Uh, still think the Colts win, but but fourteen's too much. And yeah, you know, if it if it gets outside of fourteen, I'm, I'm definitely pushing a ticket on it. But but Packers, the Colts. I mean, this is obviously the Colts. This is a must win game for them. You know. Right. Right. So. Yeah, but sometimes that works in reverse, though. You go out there tight against a bad team. Who actually beat you to start the season? You get behind a little bit early, and that you start pressing, and that could uh, that could work against you. But I, I think the Colts win. Uh, I, I'm not really concerned about that, but uh, 14 is too much. And this was this is a weird year because literally the only team that's locked into their playoff spot is the Chiefs. Right. So there's 13 teams that have something to play for, whether it be seeding or home home field or a division something. The only team that's locked into where they are is is the Chiefs. So there's a lot of these motivation spots. Which, by the way, there's a, a lot of these times when it's a must-win team. A lot of times against the spread, you get value betting on the team that you have to hold your nose with because right. everybody says, oh, well, it's a must-win game for the Colts. And so that number goes up and up and up, higher than your power ratings say it should be. And then, well, that then you, you, you go down. Packers minus six at the Bears means something for both of them. Bears need a win to get in. Packers need a, a win to lock down the one seed. Uh, and boy, the Packers have not. I mean, last week was great, but they have not been great covering the spread uh, over the last month. I, I just 
I think they're clearly better than the Bears. I think they're a touchdown better than the Bears, but I can't I can't give six with them right now. I mean, if I if I had to take a side, it's it's the only way I could go. Um, right. The, the, the listen, it, it's it's just it boils down to: Do you want to bet on Rodgers or do you want to bet on Mitch Trubisky in a, in a game where right. they've got to win? And for me, it's and, and that's the other thing about Aaron Rodgers. Just dominant against the spread, even he, he's. Uh, I'll pull up the number real quick, but he's just a ridiculous number against the NFC North. Uh, yeah. Forty-five and twenty-seven against the spread in division. Is that I mean, good? That's pretty good. <laughs> That'd work for me. Uh, Titans minus seven and a half at your beloved Texans. Give me Titans. Uh, I, I don't like the. I don't like the hook, but I think the the Titans are going to win this one pretty easily, and I, I look for. I look for them to come out firing, and I look for Deshaun to opt out at halftime. Yeah, not a play for me uh, because of the hook. If it were six and a half, I'd be on Titans. Seven and a half, it's a, it's a pass. Another team that has to win to have a chance at the one seed, the Saints minus six and a half at the Panthers. I give the Panthers credit. They they haven't quit. You know, they, they've been battling every week. And they look good last week. I mean, and against a team that was in a – what looked like a must-win situation, you know. So, yeah, I, I, I kind of, I'm, I'm sort of leaning uh, to, to, to expecting the, the Panthers to hang in there. Seahawk minus six at 49ers. You talk about a team that's been out of it for a while, and they still go out there and fight their asses off every week. The 49ers are that. Uh, I Agreed. give them a lot of credit, uh, and, and what they did last week to the Cardinals in a game that really didn't matter to them. They could have just rolled the helmets out and whatever, but you can tell that team is still, they are still fighting. Um, I'll go, it, it's a it's probably a pass on the side for me. I think Seattle wins the game, I, and I like the under in that game, so it may be another one of those specials where I take it down to a pick and, right. and, and I just get some added value on the under. All right, the Las Vegas Raiders minus two and a half at Denver. Ugh, <laughs> that's another nose holder. I mean, I, yeah, I can't, I can't play this because I don't know what the Raiders' mindset is after last week. Um, I, 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 if I if I had to bet a side, I'd bet the Raiders just because they're the better team. But I, I don't, I don't have a feel for what their mentality is going to be like. So it's it's a stay away for me. The Rams are plus three at home against the Cardinals. Uh, no uh, Jared Goff for the Rams. What's that number I again? Sh- Tell me. Plus three Rams. I, st- I still like the Rams here. Uh, I think the, the Cardinals, a little bit phony. The Rams still have their defense, and yeah. I don't think they're going to need a ton of offense. Well, and uh, Kyler getting- Murray's banged up if he's going to play. Yeah, and so if, if he's not playing, you could have a playoff spots being decided by backup quarterbacks here. Uh, and and if he does play, I don't know how well he's going to play. So uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take Rams plus three. Yeah, I don't. I'm not crazy about the Rams because I, I mean you're. We're talking about this may be one of the the worst backup quarterback situations in the league. Yeah, I don't know why you're in that situation. By yeah, the way. it's really it's really it's shameful uh, to to be in that situation when you've got a guy like Golf who. I mean, let's face it, he's he's not the most reliable guy in the world. You'd think you'd have some sort of a backup plan. It, it's it's pretty wild that that's the situation they're in. Uh, I, I think the total's at like 41, something like that. I may consider 
I, I may consider the under, and I may consider the the Rams team total under, uh, if just because I I don't know if this guy can put up three touchdowns. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Even if the even if the Rams do cover, it's going to have to be a low scoring game. If if you like the Rams, you have to like the under here. Uh, so maybe that's another correlated parlay that gets you right. through. You know, it gets you, well, it, it, depending on your book. You're going through zero. Yeah. yeah you, no, no, I'm talking about taking Rams and and, and under. Oh, okay. Because yeah. you, you'll you get the Rams. If you've got three, you can get them up to nine. Right. You know, I, it, I'd i like to get it up to ten if I could. I, I would have hoped that golf being out would have moved the number up on the other side of three. Uh, but then not liking the under, that get, you bump that up to 47. Or I may just use, may just tease that, that under and leave the side alone. And finally, the football team minus one and a half at the Eagles. Man, there's a there's a big range of numbers on that game because it's like one and a half or one, one and a half, two, two and a half I see on the board right now. So anywhere between one and two and a half. And this thing opened at football team plus four. Um, I like the Eagles if, if I can get three. If, if, if I don't get three, I'm probably just passing this game. Yeah, I, uh, I'll, I'll take the football team here. Uh, they have something to play for. The Eagles don't, and I, I think, uh, especially after last week, I'd be surprised if they showed up and, and tried to play at all. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take the football team. So, there you go. Lots of lots of action here on the final week. So, Fred, your right, sex is on fire. What's that? Your sex is on fire. Is it? Yeah. Uh, Did you not notice? No. Well, that's what the guy just told you in the song. Oh, okay. I, that'd be nice if I could hear the oh, song. Oh, you can't hear the song. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. It is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. Hey guys, it's AJ Hoffman. It's fall and we could all use a little awesome. Well, our friends at Bespoke Post has brand new seasonal box of awesome collections for guys guaranteed to upgrade your life. From style and grooming goods to barware, cooking tools and outdoor gear, Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. Bespoke Post only sends guys the best stuff every month. No matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. Who wouldn't want awesome stuff sent to them every month, right? It's like Christmas on your doorstep. Whether it's gear to upgrade your autumn craft beers or cozy threads for when the temperature dips, no matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. To get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them to pick the right Box of Awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel any time. Each box costs only 45 bucks, but has over $70 worth of gear inside. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code BLITZ at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, promo code BLITZ for 20% off your first box. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz 
on a what are the odds Wednesday. So what are the odds I can I can get some fantasy advice from you, Hoffman? Oh boy, here, here you we go. Do this on air? Uh, yes, because <laughs> I because the reason I want to do this on air is there's a theory when you when you get to the playoffs, right? Don't mess with what you have. You you, know, you dance with the girl who brung you. Start yeah, start the guys who got you there. But I only have really two questions. So a guy like Juju Smith Schuster is not going to have Ben Roethlisberger. Um, my alternative would be a guy like Hollywood Brown. In that situation, do you, do you stick with Schuster and hope that you know he catches a few passes from Mason Rudolph when he's pretty much their third receiver, or do you? Uh, I think I'd play take... Hollywood Brown. Yeah, well, that that's what I was going to do. But again, I, I, in theory. That's the guy who's been on my roster all year, and you know he's been good for me. And the other question is, do you take a matchup you love, like Jonu Smith against Houston, or do you take Gronk against Atlanta? Uh, I would probably take Jonu Smith only because I don't think I, – I would imagine guys like Gronk and Brady probably sit in the second half. Um but that said, you could also see the Titans getting into a game where they just run the ball down the Texans' throat the whole game and don't even bother to throw it. Yeah, I, I think that's what's going to happen the second half. But I, I've got both him and Corey Davis, and I'm figuring, you know, if they come out and, and what we've seen from that Texan secondary, they come out and, and throw the ball. If I get a touchdown out of one of those guys and some yards out of the other, that should be enough. Yeah. So, you got a pretty good cushion? No, I'm down two. Okay, down two. Okay. Yeah, but you just need Marshawn Lynch not to score six touchdowns this week. Yeah, Alvin Alvin Kamara. Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. Alvin Kamara, Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, yeah. yeah, He will not score six touchdowns this week. But Alvin Kamara is who I meant. Yeah, and you know that's that's why I'm pretty confident because he put up 55, I believe, last week. That's not happening again. And I only lost by two, so uh, I I feel I I feel fine. I I think. uh, but, you know, I don't want to mess with things too much at the end, and I know uh, if you're in a championship game, you're, you're having the same kind of thoughts, right? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Well, I'm in this, my league, my, the, the league that I, I – my most serious league, is it's weird because I've got a bye this week, and it's the league where you, you redraft every week of the playoffs. Right. So I, I've got a bye because I was the one I – I won my division, but there's two teams who are having to – to play this week, like play their full teams against each other to even make, like to get to the second round of the playoffs. So I, I'm, I don't envy them. <laughs> yeah. This is a tough yeah. week to play in the playoffs because nobody, like it's really hard to, to gauge motivation. And if you've got teams like, I mean, you could be a team who we just talked about the chiefs are the only team that's locked into their playoff positioning. What motivation do the Chiefs have to, to play Patrick Mahomes? And if you drafted right. Patrick Mahomes, you don't want to sit him and play, you know, some random Mitch Trubisky or something like that. That's that's not what you want. That's that's not what you want to do is flip that coin in the playoffs. So it, it's it makes for a tough spot if you've got Week Seventeen games. Yeah, and in this case, it's actually worked out because all these teams do have something to play for. And it's especially like, okay, I've got uh, Stephon Diggs. Well, the Bills need to win. He's, you know, they're going to play a regular game. Yeah. And I think almost everybody that I've got is in that situation. So that's why I feel pretty confident uh, going in because, yeah, that's not always the case. I mean, if you rode the Chiefs all year, 
I don't I don't think you're going to see Tariq Hill. I don't think you're going to see Travis Kelsey. And you know those those are guys that helped you get this far. Yeah, there's no question. So, hey, can uh, can we mix it up a little bit? Sure. And, uh, talk about the TV shows that will be ending in 2021. <laughs> okay. Uh, Better Call Saul. We already know this is the last yes. one. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. But uh, uh, it's sad been forever to see since they had it out. I mean, yeah, it's sad to see it go, but. Uh, you know, it's it's also I, there's no there's no further they could go with that. Show. No, I mean, from a time. All, all you can do is I mean it's a prequel. All you can do is take it up to the timeline. Right, right. Uh, I, I these are a couple I haven't watched. I don't know if you're familiar with these. Atypical. Nope. Black Lightning. Nope. Uh, Bosch on Amazon is one that I really like, and this will be the last year of that. I haven't watched uh, it. Uh, it. It's a really good. Yeah, I like detective shows. Yeah, it's based in L.A. and Titus Welliver is the kind of detective I like. He's a flawed, screwed-up guy, but he's brilliant, and he always, you know, he's, he's like a, a an American version of Luther, and I, I really like that show. But I think it's kind of gotten, uh, it's run its course. Uh, Claws on TNT, probably not a show you would watch no. or I would watch. Uh, Dead to Me with Christina Alpagate. Have you watched that? Nope. Dear White People. No, I haven't seen it. My favorite, uh, it, it might be the, the my favorite show name, but I haven't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Expanse on Amazon, which is a sci-fi thing that I tried watching, and it, everybody told me I'd love it because I do like sci-fi, but eh, not so much. Uh, and I know it's sci-fi, so you didn't watch it. Uh, F is for Family? Nope. Feel Good? Nope. Goliath? No. I don't watch TV watch- anymore. Uh, that's a Billy Bob Thornton show. I think you'd like that. Yeah, I've heard that one is good. I mean, how many seasons is it? Uh, I think this is, uh, fifth and final. Okay. No, four. This is four seasons. That's a lot, but yeah, I might watch that. Yeah, but it's not one of those with 22 episodes. Okay. As long as I don't, Uh, as long as I can binge it, then I'm good. Uh, Grace and Frankie on Netflix. I know the wife watches that. Never seen it. His Dark Materials on HBO, which should have never been a season two. It, I, I stuck with season one, and it was so awful that when season two came out, I'm like, no way. Uh, the Kaminsky Method, I haven't heard of that. Uh, Last Man Standing on Fox. Nope. Lost in Space on Netflix. <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't I care guess- about any of these shows ending. All right, well, here's here's a few that, well, you didn't watch Lucifer, but uh, they already recorded the last season as a two-part thing, so we know that's ending, and it probably needs to. It, it's It's gone downhill. Ozark is ending. Yeah, I knew that. Uh, I never have watched this, but a lot of people swear by it. Shameless. I haven't seen it either. Yeah. I have seen Ozark, though. I'm, by the, I'm not, I'm not, uh, yeah, I, I, I do watch some television. Um. Yeah, I, I'm ready for that to be over too. I like it. I, I mean, I, I just hope I'm. I'm worried that they're going to have like some sort of crappy ending. Yeah, that's. I think that's my biggest fear with it. Uh, Supergirl, who cares? And Superstore, which I've never heard. That's of. my favorite show. Uh, I'm sure it is. I'm but, really broken up about that one. Uh, but yeah, I, I think of the ones I, I watch. There's there's four. It better call Saul, Bosch, uh, Lucifer, and. Uh, uh, Ozark. I guess you have one. Well, two. Better called Saul. 
Uh, and Brother Bear says, "What are the odds I heard Walking Dead is ending?" I thought, I, "Isn't it? Is that not on the list?" Uh, no. I thought that was done. Sure. I thought they were going into the last season. Yeah, I, I thought about going back and uh, maybe giving it a second chance, but then you guys were so hard on it. Because uh. like, eh. I mean, it, it, when it ends, I might do that. When I could just go watch it again because I got through season halfway through season four before I ejected. But yeah, I don't know. Right now I'm the watching the final twelve uh, episodes of Walking Dead will air in 2022. It's oh, twenty four uh, episode season. Twenty oh, twelve my. episodes in oh, 2021, twelve in twenty twenty two. That's how people trick you. I, you know, uh, didn't S- Sopranos did that trick? Right, they had a, a double yeah. double final season, and did Game of Thrones do that? Uh, I think they did. I think they did too. I think they had two like eight episode seasons or something like that. That were uh, I don't know. No, the last year was just the eight episodes. Okay, maybe you're right. But, but Sopranos certainly say, did. Yeah, they they were trying to say seven and eight were the same year, but they weren't. I mean, it was just it really was two separate years. Uh, uh on the other side of the break, Fred, we haven't talked any baseball uh for some time, but I wanted to give you the latest on George Springer. And where it looks like George is going to end up, and it, it might you might make you happy. Okay, well, it might make other people sad, but it might make you happy. Well, uh, <laughs> no offense, but I'm going to start being like everybody else. I don't okay. care about my own happiness. Screw the rest of you. <laughs> Just joking. Quick break. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5925. ESPN. 97.5 This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5 And on ESPN 92.5 Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. It is a What are the Odds Wednesday. What are the Odds Hoffman wants to talk a little baseball? Yeah, uh, George Springer. It looks like his list is down to two. And unfortunately, the Houston Astros are not on it. Unfortunately, but also unsurprisingly, right? Yeah, I think we well, we said we said this a while show. back. Yeah, this is he is not going to be here, and yeah, we we we've moved on from him. Yeah, it's it, and that's okay. Uh, it looks like that the Mets and Blue Jays are the top two suitors, uh, and it's looking like a one hundred and fifty plus million dollar contract which could make him, well, probably would make him the top-paid position player of this offseason and possibly the top overall free agent. Uh, but it, it looks like teams are looking at about six years, $25 million, um, or a team that's less concerned about the luxury tax may go five years, $30 million. But I, either way, it looks like that, that's what he's going to get is about $250 million. Uh, the and and that then it boils down to what what does George prefer 
a five- or a six-year deal. And I would honestly say it doesn't matter all that much to him uh, if the money's the same because he's an older guy anyway. Like he, he right. Not to say that this is his last contract, but it's going to be his last and only big contract, it seems. So um, if, if he thinks that signing one for, for five years is better for him in the long haul, I, I mean, I guess I could see that. That's probably the way I would look at it if I were him. Uh, but if if you want to make that same money over six years and you feel like it's a better situation, so be it. Uh, it looks like the the Mets are the team that would be more likely to offer the six year deal because they've got luxury tax concerns. Whereas the Blue Jays, because most of their core is young and cheap, they could say, "Hey, we'll do thirty million a year for five years. Let's do it." So, uh, and both are good spots. Like, I mean, it, it, well, the Mets they've spent money and they look like they're going to continue spending money, but. Um, it's it's not an it's not a place that's been easy to win, and neither is Toronto. And obviously, having two juggernauts in your division, and then having the the Rays, who seem to always you know know how to build a team, it's not an easy climb for either team. But um, it, you know that, that both those teams are are in on a lot of free agents. When you when you look at the the teams that are interested in players, you see Blue Jays pop up a lot, you see Mets pop up a lot, you see Dodgers still pop up a lot. Uh, which is insane to me. Like, how many more good players do you need? Uh, well, but, and how many spots do they even have open in right. LA for somebody to play? Well, we're going to sign so this guy to a three hundred million dollar deal and put him in our minor league. Uh, he's going to play for the <laughs> Albuquerque Dukes or Isotopes, whatever they are. I don't even have to know if that's their Triple A team anymore. But uh, yeah, they've they've they're continuing to build on their thing. But uh, but George Springer, uh, apparently the the Blue Jays. Remain linked to George Springer, DJ LeMayhew, uh, JT Real Muto, and Trevor Bauer, and and Francisco Lindor in trade. So the Blue Jays look like they're ready to make a push. Yeah, and and we've talked about this before. That company will spend money. Uh, they're, they're they're basically printing it up there, so they you know, they're not afraid to do that. And I, I think the the two teams to kind of keep an eye on here, besides a. Uh, the, the Jays and the Mets. I know the uh, I know the Mets are uh, going to spend some money, and they've you know, they've got some pitching, so if they can add to that team, I don't think it would take much to get them competitive. But uh, I, I think what the Padres done have done is pretty impressive. I mean, uh, Blake Snell adding him uh, around a, a core that is really you know they're kind of remind me of the Astros. A couple years back, where all the young guys started coming up at the right time, and then you went and added some some guys, and uh, yeah, I like uh, I like what the Padres have done. Looks like they've got you Darvish as well, so uh, I I don't think you're going to have to worry too much more about the Rays. I don't I don't know how much more smoke and mirror you can do in Tampa with when you're trading away Blake Snell. Yeah, that hurts, but I mean they also still have I mean Tyler Glasnow. They they've got a number one starter still. Uh, it, now, does it help having multiple guys like that? Certainly. Uh, and Blake Snell's a big loss, but they also, I, I mean, it, despite the fact that they don't have any budget, they they continue to have one of the best farm systems. Like, they've got young guys who can come up and do things. So I, I, I won't count them out of things just yet. They, they always seem to find a way to be competitive. They do, but I, I think this era of them being a serious World Series contender the last couple of years, uh, I, I think this is a step back. I think they'll still be a playoff team. But, you know, people forget how much they pushed the Astros two years ago. Yep. And, uh, uh, I mean, that in that first-round series, and then they made it to the series this year. 
I, I think that's going to be hard to sustain. At some point, you're going to miss on some of these cats. But, you know, they've, they've got a really good organization. I just I wonder how long it can be sustained. Uh, 713-780-ESPN is your number. A couple of uh, quick follow-ups on the TV thing. Greg When's Peaky Blinders coming back? I wanted to follow up uh, they, on the TV thing. They had to uh, delay because of the COVID filming it. Um, hey, so, hey, look here. Ain't no COVID going to keep us off the telly. Well, well, they've got, in England, they've got more than one COVID now. So, Oh, great. Uh, they've got COVID-20? Uh, you know, they've got some offshoot that, that has Damn appeared it. in the United States it's now. like 19.25B. Oh, okay. Well, that's my favorite one. Yeah. I yeah. wish we could get that here. Uh, somebody in Denver <laughs> apparently has it. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Now, that's yeah. a champ. You always want to be the first one. But, yeah, Pe- Peaky, uh, Peaky Blinders is probably going to be 22 now. All I don't right, know that all they... right. That's a long wait, but all right. Well, some of those guys are going to be in their 50s by yeah. then. Yeah. Really. I want to get that thing moving. And don't they have, like, little uh, kids? Aren't they going to be grown up now? Uh, well, yeah, it's going to be like this Harry the, Potter. This ain't the Simpsons. You can't just <laughs> yeah, like Maggie's. Exactly. She can't be a baby forever. But uh, Greg, the beer man, said I made it through Mr. Robot. Good for you. I ejected season two when they pulled one of those uh, uh, dream sequence things on us. It's like, yeah, I'm out. That that's you, you lied to me the whole season. Believe you. <laughs> uh, that, that kind of stuff really bothers me. And then somebody else says the first three seasons of Shameless were amazing. But it got over the top after that. William H Macy is phenomenal. I might, I might try that at some point and just watch the uh, first three seasons. Hey, do we have a caller? Is that right? We do. Lawyer Dave is on the line, Fred. What the heck is what? What is up, Lawyer Dave? Well, I am just cruising around, getting ready for the new year. Happy New Year to you, gentlemen. All the blitzers too, for sure. To you as well, Dave. Thank you, Fred. I hope you get better soon. I have got a what are the odds question for you, gentlemen. Okay. What are the odds that the Texans trade somebody or somebodies in order to get a draft pick somewhere up in the upper ranges? And if they were to do so, who would they trade and who would they try to get? Well, the problem is that the Texans don't have anybody on their roster other than Deshaun Watson, who has a no-trade clause, and Laramie Tunsil, who they wouldn't trade. That could get could net them a first round pick. There's not a player on this team that they that another team would go. You know what? I'll give up my first rounder for that guy, and that includes J.J. Watt at this point. I think you could have done that at the trade deadline and and maybe got a second. But now I, I don't think you can even get that for him. So so I, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go about five percent that they trade up even into the second round. Yeah, I mean I think. <sighs> What, really, what what do you have that somebody would want? I mean, maybe maybe somebody would want JJ if he thinks that they puts him over the top. But um, you know, you'd almost be doing it as a favor to JJ at this point. Yeah. And you could tag Will Fuller, but you couldn't get a, a anything better than a four for him before. What's the point? Just let somebody sign him and get a three. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't know what else they would have that would have any interest to anybody. And. Not no, that could net them a second round pick or no, better, certainly. No, I mean, and I, I'm trying to think of somebody. And they don't own trade. Will Fuller anymore. Well, they could tag him. Right, but then no one's going to trade for a second round pick for a guy who's on the franchise tag for one year. Yeah, unless they make a deal with him. I mean, it, it may be that a team 
wants him and it's like, okay, well, we'll, we'll trade for him, but it's not going to be a second. Yeah. And you might be able to trade two thirds in him for a second, like late round. But yeah, it's, uh, they just don't have the assets to move up. Nope. Unless you start trading next year's picks. And I don't want them to do that. They, they, nah. they, listen, they, they do this thing the right way. You're you're not going to like. There's nobody in it unless you're unless you can trade. You know, two future firsts and a second for Trevor Lawrence. Right. It, 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 like, there's not a player in this draft, and the, the Texans don't even need that position. There's not a player in this draft that's going to suddenly turn the Texans into a, a Super Bowl contender next year. So take your time, do it the right way. Don't don't mortgage the future any more than you already have. And hopefully they draft better than they have in the last three years, which we talked about yesterday. They've not drafted well at all. They've they've hardly gotten any serviceable serviceable players, much less like franchise cornerstones in the last three years. Yeah, you, you've got to draft. You've, you've got to hit on some third round picks this year. It's that simple. So, did I lose you guys? No, we've got you, Freddie. Oh, okay. Sorry. Thank you for the uh, call, Dave. Yeah, appreciate it, man, and uh, happy New Year. And I, and I feel fine. It's just I'm just waiting on the test. And H Town said, "Hey, Fred, it took my daughter six days to get her COVID results from Minute Maid." Ooh, I hope that's not the case. But uh, it doesn't matter. Hey, I, man, only, fuck that. Yeah, if I if I can get it, if I can get my results before the weekend, I'll, I'll go camping. But if I don't, then oh well, doesn't really matter until Monday. And uh, you know this. You know, I, I just I don't have any interest in going anywhere. All right, seven one three seven eight zero ESPN is your number. I have a gym of the day next. All right, uh, a very a, a very ambitious fellow. We'll just say that, and uh, we'll do that when we come back. Is, is there music? No, it's me. I'm going to tell you because I'm going to tell the people about Allstate, ah. Allstate windows and siding, guys. I. I, I didn't know how much of a difference putting in, in windows in my house would make, but I, I've done it myself now, and I can tell you the difference is unbelievable. Uh, the, the process was great. They, they basically, they send someone out. Well, you can do it at your house. Uh, you know, they'll, they'll sit on one side of your couch. You sit on the other, and they show you the product. Or you can do that virtually. They'll do it all online. But they've got windows that are made in Texas for the Texas weather. Uh, and these windows are beautiful. Uh, they, once they come out, they, if you decide you want to do it, they measure your windows. Uh, they, they send it off up, send it up, up, up into Texas, North Texas somewhere. And then in a couple weeks, they come back down with your windows one or two days. They're installed. Boom. Just like that. Now your whole house is beautified from the outside and the inside. It's a huge difference. Uh, and you're saving 40% on your electric bills, 2,500 or 25% off all window packages right now. Uh, at Allstate Siding and Windows. Check them out online, allstatesidingandwindows.com or 832-204-1936. Hey, I'm a nightmare dressed like a daydream. So it's going to be forever, or it's going to go down the You can tell me when it's over. Is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. ESPN 97.5's Market Scoreboard Report, presented by Texas Citizens Bank. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge.
You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz, final show of 2020. And me still on Rona lockdown, but uh, a couple of things that you guys are talking about on Twitch. I need someone to send me a cuss word on Twitch. Oh, yeah? I, I just changed my filter settings. I want to see if I can be treated like a big boy now. Ah. So, but uh, Astro, Astro Ag said, can we bet on Fred's COVID test like it's already been taken? There you go. Try that, I AJ. would say. Good. Good job, guys. Yeah. All right. We're working. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I would say minus 120 negative. Would be For what? The number I would put on. Minus 120. Well, I didn't hear the uh, the, the first part. Uh, the. They want to bet on my COVID test. Oh, that you're so, minus one twenty uh, that you're negative. Yeah. So yeah, a slight favorite that you're that you're not sick. Yeah. I, I mean, I would make that number much lower, but you know, it could be that I'm totally asymptomatic. So right. Uh, you know, and and I, I was around some people, but uh, and then Astro, I guess, does Fred have the Rona because the beak is too big for a mask? Um, <laughs> there there are masks that are big enough for my beak. It's just very uncomfortable. All right. Uh, I promised you a gym of the day that uh, I hope you guys appreciate. But uh, let's uh, let's do the gym of the day. The gym of the day. It's the gym of the day. The Manoc Jeweler gym of the day. All right. You could not do this in Houston. Let me just start with that because if, if – you know, there's there's a lot of things you can do with a tunnel. Like you could build a tunnel for drugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could build a tunnel to escape from prison. Mm-hmm. Like uh, uh, Shawshank. Yep. Well, Alberto, who is a construction worker from Mexico, uh, he built a tunnel for something completely different. He was a bricklayer. Well, turns out he was banging his neighbor's wife. Okay. So he was laying he the, built the bricklayer was was laying pipe. Indeed. He was a pipe layer. Pipe, uh, a pipe so layer brick layer. He, uh, he basically built a tunnel from his house to their house so that whenever the husband was gone, uh, Jorge, who was working his security job, then Alberto could go through the tunnel. Where and, is uh, this? To, in Mexico. Okay. Tijuana. Uh, the, uh, this was in Villas del Prado neighborhood of Tijuana. And uh, apparently they got away with it for quite a while until Jorge returned one day home one day earlier than usual, which uh, that, that was old school. We've seen that in the movie. Yeah. And uh, after checking for Alberto under the bed, he eventually found him hiding behind the couch before he disappeared. He then uncovered the hole near the sofa, which he followed all the way to Alberto's house. Oh, boy. Uh, that seems like a lot of work. <laughs> I, I feel like when you when it's next door, you could just like, you know, use the door. Yeah, wait till it's dark. I mean, there's, yeah. there's a lot of things you, you should be able to do. I don't know if they, but, maybe uh, they have ring cams and they don't want to. Yeah, uh, well, they don't want to show up on the ring cam. Well, everybody has those now, right? Right. So, like, there's, there's, you know, I, I could never sneak a woman in here through the door. But I also couldn't build a tunnel because it's Houston, and 
the first time it rained and I was trying to take the tunnel, I would drown. And there's not really anything worth that. So, uh, But after he came up on the other side, Alberto pleaded with the husband to leave so his wife, who was sleeping, didn't find out what was going on. Oh. Uh, well, that doesn't... I, I doubt that... Uh, Al- wise, guys. Alberto, is that his name? His wa- He doesn't want his wife to know? Yeah, yeah. I don't think that... Uh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, Jorge. I don't think Jorge is too concerned about what Alberto's wife knows because now Alberto's been putting the wood to his wife. Right. Yeah. If anything, uh, Jorge should wake her up and say, hey, you want you want revenge? Let's get revenge right now in front of him. Yeah, while you're watching, Alberto. Yeah. Uh, but he did tell her, and the two men had a fight. According to reports, police were called and took Alberto away in order to calm the situation down. So, uh, Well, the scary part about that, if you can dig a tunnel, you can dig a grave. So yeah. don't, don't, yeah, get in a fight. don't get in a fight with a dedicated digger. Well, apparently uh, there was a, a guy who did the same thing. He dug a tunnel so he could spy on his ex. Oh, jeez. He, he got dumped yeah. for being too yeah. jealous. Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he had to be rescued from a tunnel he made that he did so he could keep an eye on her. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, yeah. So uh, Stalking 101, was- don't dig a tunnel. You, especially if it rains, you've got to get rescued. Then you're busted for stalking, and you might die. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure the wife was going to find out when Jorge told her about the tunnel. Yeah. Why else would there be a tunnel there? So, anyway, just uh, as a uh, public service announcement, I know that you're trying to avoid the doorbells, and you're trying to avoid the home security system, but a tunnel might be a bit much. So, that was your Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The Gym of the Day. It's the Gym of the Day. The Zadok Jeweler Gym of the Day. Uh, we were talking baseball earlier, and Brother Bear asked on Twitter if the Blue Jays make those moves. What are the odds they meet up with the Padres in the World Series? I, I, don't, I don't know that I'm ready to put World Series on them. Uh, they need to make a lot of moves. I think the Padres are closer. They still got to get through the Dodgers. But, you know, I, I'd say it's 8%. But you know what? Kudos to them for, you know, pushing the uh, the Dodgers. Because, you know, you could be in that division and just go, well, Dodgers are here. Guess guess we're out. <laughs> I mean, the San, San Diego is throwing money at that bad boy. Yeah, and... You know, that's uh, it, it's fun to see. It, it's fun to see that there's still some teams that are going to be, you know what, we don't care about yeah. the economy right now. We're going to go spend some money. And Well, and it's nice to see. I mean, obviously the Dodgers aren't ever hesitant to spend money, but it's nice to see teams besides the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Dodgers and the Angels spending some money. Yeah, and that's why it was kind of fun to see the Astros win when they weren't afraid to throw some money at Justin Verlander and yep. stuff like that. And, uh, but, but every owner is responding to the pandemic differently. And it, it, you know, Mm. it looks like here we're, we're tightening up purse strings. Yeah. And I I think, I think the, uh, writing was on the wall when they hired a guy from Tampa. Yep. And how do we build this thing on a budget? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so 
it might work because it's worked in Tampa. And you've still got some guys you've already paid who are going to be here for a while. But, you know, you're also going to have decisions to make moving forward on, on Carlos Correa. And, and we've talked about that. You know, does it make sense to, to trade Correa this offseason uh, if you don't think you're going to get a deal done? I, I think it does. But you also have to find a match. And with Lindor out there, I think he's going to be the prize everybody who wants a shortstop looks at first. Yeah, I think so too. That would just uh, that would be my preference, but uh, but as of now, I mean, I think you're, you know, because this team as constructed, I think they're a playoff team, maybe, but I don't know for sure. <sighs> yeah, I don't know for sure either. A, a pitching is a, a real concern, I would say. Yeah, they need a well, they need to fix a bullpen. The bullpen's and, a disaster, and they probably need a couple a couple starters. Well, they need a couple outfielders, and you know there's some bargain guys you can go get, and we've been through that list. But yeah, I, I mean, are you going to basically just try to go to your your guys in the farm right now? And you know, I'm, I'm okay with giving Miles Straw a shot, even though he wasn't very good last year. But boy, but I, I mean, I think Miles Straw Miles Straw should be your fourth or fifth outfielder. I, I think we've seen enough of Miles Straw to know that he's not a, a, an everyday starter. Yeah, I, I you know. I'd, I'd like to I'd like to see him get the opportunity, but I don't think you need to be giving two guys an opportunity because I don't think that's going to work. Yeah. But we'll see. All right, let's take a very quick break. Lots more to get to. Last hour of the year coming up. It is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5-92.5. To call into the HRNP listener line, dial 713-780-ESPN. Looking to outsource your company's HR and payroll? Get the top initiative and smart solutions with HRP.net. 